Hello, beautiful listeners. This is Debonair, and I'm your host of the Debonair Gaming Channel, which is new to your ears, but not to the game. Talking to you, podcasting about all the things that are gaming-oriented, and you have... uh, you have just stumbled upon the series that we are continuing known as Games That Got It Right. In this series, we document games that literally bring us to the worlds that we have been wishing and dreaming of. And today we're going to be discussing uh, one of the games that I definitely do believe that got it right, known as Tenkaichi 3 for the Wii. Budokai Tenkaichi 3 for the Wii, specifically. Uh, this game was released on the PlayStation as well. Um, however, the PlayStation 2 to be exact. And also on the GameCube. But uh, Tenkaichi 3 for the Wii is where they actually got it 100% right. And we're going to be discussing here exactly why and how it got it right. So definitely make sure that you stay tuned. I ask that you guys hit the notification button or the subscription button and follow and share. Uh, we want to gain an audience, grow an audience, and you are a part of that audience. And the more people that you have to talk to uh, about the things that we talk uh, about, you know, the, the better, you know, it's much more enjoyable here. Also, if you are a YouTube content creator, if there are any description sections where you are listening, whether it be on Anchor, Stitcher, uh, Twitter, anywhere you're listening, uh, head to our description section and use the TubeBuddy link where you can uh, get a small discount on using TubeBuddy. It's an affiliate link and TubeBuddy assists all of those who are content creating on YouTube and being more efficient when creating your content. So if you are interested in games that got it right, Tenkaichi 3 for the Wii, stay tuned and we'll be back in just a little moment introducing the series and the story and much, much more. Now the music in the background is being brought to you of course from YouTube their audio library is terrific so definitely look at that if you are a fellow podcaster moving along we're going to be introducing this series uh this is not our first edition but this is actually the second edition uh the first episode of our series games that got it right we spoke about slug terror dark waters on the android google play store for the android mobile phone now we're talking about Tenkaichi 3 for the Wii and as you can see um, we are not exclusive to Android we are going to be diving into all of the games that got it right no matter what platform they are on now games that got it right if you don't know are games that bring us to the world that they are attempting to depict so uh, the best uh, examples that I have are of are like games like Slug Terror Dark Water, um, where it is being it is uh, depicting the world of Slug Terror, which is an animated series. Um, well, now we're talking about Tenkaichi Three for the Wii, which is 
also an animated series as well as a manga. And therefore, we know about the lore. We know about the rules that are to be followed. We also know about the possibilities and we also know how to uh, escape those rules. So the answers or the questions are, does the game look like the world that it is depicting? Does the uh, mechanics follow the rules created by the storytelling in the world? Are you able to expand upon those rules? How does the game feel when playing? And does it feel like the world depicted in the show, comic, or manga overall? So those are the things that are important when it comes to games that got it right here at the Debonair Gaming Podcast. And next we're going to be talking about the story of the main character, Goku, and why I enjoy this story and why many others probably continuously enjoy the story. As you all know, Dragon Ball Super has come to an end, however Tenkaichi 3 does not uh, specifically deal with the Dragon Ball Super story, only the Dragon Ball Z story. Um, So if you don't know and you're new to Dragon Ball overall, don't worry, you're not missing out on much, but definitely take a gander at this awesome video game when you do have the chance. The story of Goku is actually quite simple. A uh, little alien boy comes to our planet originally to destroy the beings on the planet, but ultimately uh, saving them. He hits his head, thus causing him to become good or remain good overall. And um, he is taken care of by an old man for a little while who he considers to ultimately be like his father somewhere. Um, and why a lot of people enjoyed the story was as the story progressed, it shows you the, uh, it shows you what you can do when you persevere. It shows you what you can do when you put your mind to it. It shows you what you can do when you never give up, which is how Goku is portrayed throughout the story. He knows what he wants and he will do anything to obtain it. Now, his ultimate goal is uh, basically to get the best fight out of any individual that he's battling. This is a martial arts, high action-based game or or action-based anime and manga. And it's all about the martial arts and some Kai blasts and power struggles, transformations, Um, There's almost no trope that this show doesn't uh, completely use and then demolish. So uh, everyone has been liking this series for quite some time now. And I am no exception. And I'm pretty sure if you're listening to the podcast, you are not either. either. Now, when we discuss games that got it right, we specifically talk about the gameplay the gameplay mechanics, the graphics, the leveling up system, the exploration, multiplayer, and possibly the story. Um, We're going to skip the story, however, due to the fact that not only does uh, this version of the game follow the regular storylines and let you relive some of the uh, journey through 
Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, but it all it also lets you live stories through Dragon Ball GT and not to mention the fact that it has its own stories that it has added in there, such as uh, uh, not future stories, but but uh, special stories, if you will. I'm not going to give away too much. Um, so moving on, the graphics for the game. The graphics for this game are uh, highly similar to the actual animated series. The shell shades are very bright, um, bright and colorful, like I said, matching the manga, matching the animated series. Um, screenshots, however, do not allow you to confuse the two because, of course, you have 3D models being on the screen, whereas on the in the manga and, of course, on the animated series, uh, the anime, the show is being drawn out 100% completely. Um, and so you are not missing anything uh, in the graphics department. Basically, everything that you've already saw on the Wii when it comes to your Zelda and your... Uh, Mario Galaxy and things of that nature uh, look at those graphics and then just place them in the Dragon Ball universe now the gameplay mechanics oh my goodness the gameplay mechanics it is, is such an enjoyable game to play whether you're playing on the Wii or whether you're playing on the PS2 now this podcast is going to get a little lengthy due to my experience with the game but I have Two stories in particular that definitely gave me the best experiences that I have ever had with a majority of video games. Now, this is with the help of my friend who provided me uh, said experiences, um, uh, at least one. The other one was uh, facing uh, the computer at a higher level than I normally would. And man, oh man, oh man. I mean, if you've ever played or if you've ever watched a Dragon Ball uh, episode, a Dragon Ball Z battle, and just got amped and you felt the intensity as you're you're rooting for, you know, the person who's going to lose. Or you might be also be rooting for the villain. But either way, as the battle intensifies, you're wondering who's going to pull out with the victory. I mean, this is before you could binge on all of the episodes. So you really didn't know what was going on. And in the game, you know, you don't, you get to binge on all episodes, you get to play all of the levels and boards and stuff, but however, you also are uh, playing and you're feeling, you know, you don't want to lose, so you feel that heart race of, you know, playing Street Fighters or playing SNK or playing uh, uh, King of All Fighters, so... Oh my goodness, I I just... Alright, so we're going to get into that, which is going to show you the gameplay mechanics. Now, if you have not already downloaded your copy of Anchor, head to our description to do that. Um, Because when you download Anchor, you also uh, allow yourself to 
call into the channel and make suggestions and things of that nature. We are currently coming up on 314 subscribers on our channel. And so far on Anchor, we've been doing relatively well with our listeners and engagement. And I would like you all to be a part of that. So please stop missing out. And if you are not missing out, if you are listening exclusively on Anchor, thank you. So as I said, we're getting into the gameplay mechanics, which were extensive. In fact, a heavy majority of individuals online ended up not liking the gameplay mechanics simply because, or no, 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 I take that back. People who don't like the Dragon Ball series in and of itself really didn't like the gameplay mechanics due to the fact that you had to learn this game. You know, you can play, you can begin playing, but just like Street Fighters, just like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, ultimately in the end, if you wanted to get deep into it, you had to learn. You had to give yourself a little time to practice. You had to find your favorite characters. My favorite character was, uh, my favorite characters, I had a group, was, uh, Dra- I mean, Vegeta, Dr. Jiro, Super 17, and Cell. Uh, that was my bomb squad right there. Can't be defeated. And if you play the game, you definitely know why. So I'm sorry to get on that tangent, but the stories that I'm about to get ready to bring up are going to provide you with exactly what it is that you need to do to understand the gameplay mechanics in this game. And so, uh, with these gameplay mechanics, you had to pay attention to your buttons. And the reason why you had to pay attention to your buttons is because different buttons allowed you to do different combos. Now, combos were relatively simple, but specific combos could only be activated through a specific uh, amount of button combinations. Now, however, these button combinations were um, not your typical, uh, uh, you know, rubbing of the joystick or rubbing of the D-pad in order to activate moves. Uh, you would literally have to do like uh, triangle, well no, it'd be like square, square, circle, triangle, you know, up, triangle, uh, square, square, square. You know, something similar to that would give you a, di- a, a very uh, large variety of different combos to access. Also, different combos had different properties depending on the character that you were using. Uh, Vegeta, for instance, is used a multitude of barrage of Kai Blasts more often than, say, Goku, or more often than, say, Captain Ginyu. And therefore, uh, you it was important that you learned the abilities of your characters. Fortunately for you, they do have a tutorial mode which would allow you to learn these things. Now, there were a complete set of buttons that were crucial to definitely playing this game. One of my most favorite button combinations is triangle and circle simultaneously. This would activate what we typically see in the show where your character would dodge the barrage of punches coming in from your opponent, then give them a smack, a knockback, which would increase, uh, well, which would give them some damage, which could be followed up by a forward chase uh, by pressing forward and X twice. Or no, forward and X. You could press forward and X twice 
Uh, if you press X twice, you will come up behind the character. Then you press square, 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 give a bunch of punches, followed by a triangle up, giving him a kick to the to the air. Then you would chase him in the air, give him a couple punches, smack him down to the ground. But as you can see, um, the battle system was intense. The battle system and, and the animations created from said battle systems will give you fights just like what you should see in the show. So the first story I'm finally going to give you trying to detail the gameplay mechanics somewhat or basically give you uh, an experience that you've never had before unless you've played the game is um, my friend and I used to play the game quite often. I mean, we have always been gamers. Um, he's actually not on YouTube yet. I'm trying to convince him to get on here. He runs a business uh, from his, uh, I think his office or his home, where he is uh, not only uh, a mechanic, but he also repairs homes and flips houses. Um, but with that being said, he and I used to game as often as we possibly could, and we always were each other's rivals. Uh, quite frankly, we only had one other friend who could compare to us when it came to gaming, and that was my friend uh, Chris, who was the only one that I knew in Smash Brothers who could kick your butt with Jigglypuff. But uh, as I said, we would play, and um, we played Tenkai H3. But this is before, we didn't play for the Wii, I'm just talking about the PS2 version of it. Uh, this is, you know, this is, this game could only give you the experience that it could give you if you played it. But it doesn't matter what you played it on, quite frankly. Um, but I'm going to show you guys why I like the Wii version specifically later on. Uh, however, we, he would play, we would play, and he was like combo master. So he knew all about the square, square, circle, triangle, um, X, X triangle kai blast you know transformation etc like it could get that deep okay so he and i occasionally would play from uh we would go from base level of certain characters because we wanted to be just like the show so we go from base level certain characters battle and then slowly but surely when needed to we would get into our transformation states and activate the different abilities in each transformation uh, of course, well, you don't know, but in the game, there was also a, a recording mode, so we would watch these things back as if they were, you know, as if they were the show, and sometimes we would forget who was going to win or who was going to lose, and that was definite. We could just sit there and watch our battles for hours on and uh, forget, you know, watching a TV show. Um, so, one day, we come into our uh, friend's uh, den, he, we asked him to pop the game in, you know, put the game in. Can I get to put a game in? Uh, not, you know, but we asked him to put the game in. He pops the game in, and you know, we get our everybody gets their turns and everything, and we're we're just enjoying ourselves like regular teens, you know. And so as we begin to play, you know, eventually everybody has seen our battles. Like I said, he was the combo matter, master, and I was more of the strategist. Now, I was a strategist in the sense of because you had this uh, small uh, semi-open world, it wasn't like open world like you could go forever, but you had this destructive area that you could play in. 
And because this area was one, destructive, and two, capable of, you know, moving out the way out of dodging and hiding and things, I would use that to my advantage. For instance, with uh, Krillin, I would take and use his uh, solar flare in someone's face, face, grab them, you know, twirl them around, throw them, then run away from them. Because now once you activate the solar flare, they lose their lock on. So run away from them hide and power up so that I could you know possibly repeatedly do that again throw a couple destructo discs or also use his uh his version of the Kamehameha which has uh an ability that he shoots it directly into the air and then the beams fire at the opponent so it, it I would like I said strategist I would use strategy occasionally you know there will be some spamming of certain moves especially with second form cell um so yeah uh but with that being said and like i said my friend was the combo master so it was combo versus strategy eventually our friends asked us to do the fateful battle of vegeta versus goku now as you all know vegeta is more powerful than goku and if you would like the to debate me on that then head to our channel and let me know <laughs> head to our twitter or our instagram and let me know i am so willing to do that debate um but you know this we consider our battle to be the one that would determine who is the best who is the best whether it's goku or vegeta now he wasn't a goku player he was more of a majin buu and you know enthusiast he loved the combos produced by that piece of gum all right and uh their con his, those combos are some of the longest combos on the game and he definitely knew how to use them so but instead, uh, it was just, we just wanted to see Vegeta versus Goku. Now, unfortunately, we wanted to take it like we normally do, from base form to their highest form in the game. However, Vegeta has this, is this thing with him where, for some reason in the game, they would not allow him to be able to transform into Super Saiyan Level 4. And so we had to begin the game at Super Saiyan level four. So Super Saiyan four Gogeta, I mean Super Saiyan four Vegeta versus Super Saiyan four Goku. I played as Vegeta because I love the greenery and he played as Goku because I was playing as Vegeta. It was as simple as that. Okay, so the battle begins, and what I'm going to give you is not necessarily exactly how the battle goes to the sea. At least the ending isn't exactly how the battle went, but the in-between is not necessarily how the battle went due to the fact that it was so long ago. I am, like, now 28. When I played that game in that time period, I was maybe 15 or 16, and because I've played so many battles... Um, you know, they all uh, tend to merge together over time, especially with age. But let's just say, uh, so we begin the battle. You know, we begin the battle at Super Saiyan level 4. Uh, I face him, he faces me, and we go at it. Now, we had this thing where, you know, you press uh, square, square, 
you press square as many times as you can in order to get the first attack off. If you press circle, this is going to give you the vanishing effect. So we're doing a couple square square vanishing off the bat, you know, as fast as we possibly can. Uh, so neither one of us is getting really hit just yet, okay? Now as you hit, your Kai meter is going to fill slowly but surely because you know these uh attacks are worth a couple of points basically and so they're they're building up and this allows you to be able to do special moves such as kamehamehas and gallic guns and things of that nature um now because i understand that vegeta is a kai specialist i know that his attacks are going to be okay but where he where he excels at is how fast he regenerates kai and how strong his kai blasts are now as for goku goku is basically a technique specialist so his combos are going to be a little bit better and more devastating and because his combos are not that long that means the last hits of his combos are going to be pretty strong you also uh can pretty much rush into your individuals due to the fact that like i said he has a high resilience or a high tolerance for uh incoming attacks so straight off the bat i'm using my kai blast after punching and straight off the bat uh my friend knowing this uh dips the kai blast so he smacks them out of the way comes in Boom, hits me in, you know, hits me in the face, hits me in the stomach, and begins to proceed to attempt to start beginning his combos. So as he proceeds to begin using his combos, I then activate my favorite triangle circle. Triangle circle activates, and I'm dipping his punches. Boom, I give him a, a smack back and proceed to chase him. Having enough Kai available now, I hit the triangle again to attack him or throw him into the air and then proceed to do the combo that he kind of taught me. Um, so he, I throw him while, while I'm punching him and he flies away and then, you know, I begin to charge up. Now, charging is key. You need to keep enough key in order to be able to produce special. So as he's flying away my special is fully activated and i'm using uh gallic gun i use gallic gun he gets up he gets out of the way he presses x twice thus uh, making him fly in back of me i have a little bit of kai left so i'm able to dip in back of him and give him a smack just before he gets too far out of range he's able to hit circle and turn around after he hits circle and turn around he gives me a 100% kamehameha from mid-range so we're pretty much taking a lot of damage now i fly back and he begins to charge i take shelter for a little while just in case he decides to attack me again and i charge up once i'm fully charged up i go over he's fully charged up it gave us it both gave us too much time to charge up so i hit him and he's hitting me and now we're trying to do um we're trying to do what we can in order to gain the lead and it's it's taking it, it's it, this you know this sounds long but the typical battle ranges from like three to maybe five minutes it depends on the combatants and so um eventually he pulls out because he most of the time he does because his combo skills are really good grabs me 
throws me around and now since he still has some of his pie left he hits me with uh if i'm not mistaken it's still kamehameha times 100 so i'm hurt okay i'm hurt because you can't just be eating those like that it's not good you know <laughs> my health my health is now lower than his okay and i don't like that I, and i'm sorry just like vegeta prince of all saiyans i do not like to lose i do not accept defeat so i power up and i use it to my advantage i throw the kai blast as i throw the kai blast at him because uh, now i have full power so as i throw the kai blast at him i attempt to give him the final flash he eats that final flash we're kind of even i hurry up and power up while he's still laying on the ground and just before he gets up i run towards him so we clash and we're throwing all the punches and i gotta roll i gotta roll you gotta roll the joysticks you gotta roll the two thumbsticks in order to increase a number once that number is high enough the battle that part of the battle will end or that clash will end and the winner will smack the other person far and be allowed to proceed the chase while also um, receiving some Kai that would have been lost had they lost the battle. Um, and so fortunately, I always win those. And my friend is trying his best not to lose this one, but he loses this one, okay? So he, fly, he flies back and I proceed to chase. I smack him around and then he flies back some more. I finally, you know, I got my full blast and I unload a final flash onto him. Well, he proceeds to get up faster than expected and he throws a uh, Kamehameha. He throws a Kamehameha and boom, they clash. So we got to do a beam struggle. We're doing the beam struggle and we're swirling this, we're swirling these joysticks around because once again, you have to swirl the joysticks around when you get a clash like that. Sure enough, we're doing this for too long and the beam explodes in the middle. Now, this is a key important factor to this battle and I hope that you have stuck around to enjoy the rest of this. Remember to share so that you're not alone when uh, hearing this story or when, or when hearing about this story. Um, so definitely stay tuned as we continue. So the game is getting heated. We've just uh, created a beam struggle or tied for a beam struggle where my health is still minimal to his, but we're, we're basically on similar playing fields. It's now or never whether we're going to win this game. So this is where it starts heating up. I, now, rem now, remember I told you that combos were definitely important, and I don't know if I got Ultra Instinct at this point in time or what, but uh, the key factor is since we used to practice and play so much my friend taught me the combos so occasionally certain combos i favored it i could do to combat a few of his combos um but however all that happened when we did this or all that happened when i did this was i go to him and begin a combo he would uh he would vanish from out of the combo now this created a vanishing combo so he tried to smack me in the back i vanished in back of him 
I tried to smack him in the back. He vanished in, 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 in back of me. Now, what happens is every time you vanish, you lose a certain amount of Kai. So eventually you can't vanish anymore. And it is, it is, uh, it's, <laughs> you're, you're about to catch a whooping basically. Um, so fortunately I was able to get in back of him, but finally he had more Kai than me and he was able to win the vanishing thus allowing him to smack me and chase me now at this point in time i would say we have you know we're almost dead okay it's anybody's game we're almost dead so he's he's chasing me and he's smacking me around all which ways now i understand though that all i need is a good uh is a good blast to finish him off and it'll be all over so i begin you know as i'm getting hit i'm still regenerating kai i get my kai back up i run away i charge up he charges up and so now is the moment of truth both at full power we begin our last stance against one another I clash into him and we begin, you know, fighting. So we're, we're, we're dipping and we're dodging and I hit triangle circle. Boom. I miss, he's missing his shots. Boom. I give him the smack. I try to chase. He recovers quickly. And again, he proceeds to try to punch me. Now, when you punch, it looks like some of the punches ain't hitting, but a lot of the punches are, you got health going down and whatever. So finally, it really comes down to me dipping and dodging enough of his attacks while he give enough of his combos back to me and i give him the car blast and he dodges those and i try to give him the car uh the what you call it the the gallic gun and no no yeah i try to give him a one gallic gun and he dips out of that way comes in and smack me and we got little bits of health left so i smack him and i charge up okay at the exact moment that I smack him and charge up, or it's he smacks me, and I, and then he charges up. But either way, one of us gets smacked and, and charges up. Now, we're only about a yard away from each other after getting smacked, after one person gets smacked. So, immediately, when the one person gets smacked, the other person hurries up to, and presses the button just right, the X button just right, in order to get up. At that exact moment, the other person activates, or I activated at least, my Gallic gun. He activates his uh, Kamehameha times 10, okay? When he does this, boom, beam struggle, beam struggle ensues. And when the beam struggle ensues, of course, we both have to activate uh, or we both have to wiggle the joysticks round and round and round in order to see who's going to come out on top. Well, remember earlier when I said that we did this beam struggle already? Well, we did this beam struggle already. Only this time when we did the beam struggle, we are three yards away from each other. Not even three yards away from each other, excuse me, like two or one yard away from each other. So during this beam struggle, eventually the beam struggle doesn't work. And what I mean by the beam struggle doesn't work isn't that, you know, the buttons didn't work or nothing activated. No. I mean, neither one of us wins the beam struggle, just like earlier. Only this time, because we're so close to the epicenter of the explosion, 
we both get hit with the power of our two beams. And sure enough, the game says, draw battle, draw match, okay? Dragon Ball Z, Goku, Super Saiyan 4, Vegeta, Super Saiyan 4, Beam Struggle, we both died. We both lost. Greatest battle ever. I mean, that's what we all expect. You know, you expect in the show to see if Goku and Vegeta go at it really as hard as they possibly can. It's going to be a tie. That's the only way it should be. Um, and, and that was one of the greatest matches I have ever had in the history of all my games being played. Now, fortunately or unfortunately for you, this uh, series or this part of the series has gone on long enough. So stay tuned for part two, which I'm going to be releasing later on either today or tomorrow where I'm going to give you the next story about my Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi 3 Wii experience that is one of the best experiences I had and we're going to hurry up and get into the leveling up system exploration and multiplayer because that was just the gameplay mechanics if you are enjoying what you are hearing here at the Debonair Gaming Podcast you know what to do, but if you don't know what to do, make sure that wherever you are, you do the things that normal surfers of that platform do. Whether or not it is following, upvoting, subscribing, clapping, uh, call-ins, etc. Just do that, you know? The more, the merrier. I definitely appreciate you guys for listening. And if you are enjoying the music, know that it is from YouTube and it's auto library links are going to be in the description wherever descriptions are available for this podcast i would like to thank you all and enjoy the rest of your day my name is debonair and i am your host of the debonair gaming channel on youtube which may be new to your ears but we most certainly are not new to the game stay tuned for part two later guys